Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to the Audible District. I am your host, John Sandoval, bringing you the recap of the first NFL game this season yesterday on Thursday night um, against the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Houston Texans, and the Chiefs won um, 34-20, to uh, even though for most of the game that score wasn't really reflected. Um, it was looking like a good game at one point uh, when it was 7-7, seven to seven, and then the Chiefs just scored you know, 24 unanswered points um, before Houston got another score in. Uh, whew, um, what a game. That, that's just pretty much all I could say. Uh, you know, some hot takes just to start off this episode. Um, one thing I want to make very clear is that uh, the Chiefs were good yesterday. They... They were a good team yesterday, and they pretty much looked like they didn't miss a step at all. They already looked like mid-season form, great. It was efficient. However, my hot take is that I feel like the Chiefs' defense is still a question. The, the run game defense, just like I was talking about in the previous episode, has been a problem, and it l- still looks like it is. For some reason, I don't know... I don't know if it starts with the the defensive line or it, you know, carries into the linebackers not making the proper tackles. It just it it seems like the opposing team can just get you know four or five yards per carry, and you know over time that's going to add up. And then also on top of that, you know they run out the clock. They're they're chewing time off the clock. That first drive by Houston looked solid. I was like, oh shit, like. They're going to run through with David Johnson and see how much they can get. And they took advantage of it. The Chiefs, I guess, I don't know if they just weren't expecting it, but that first drive, David Johnson looked efficient, and he ended off with a pretty good night. But I'm going to get to more on that later. But, um, yeah, uh, Chiefs defense, I just, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to see more uh, over the next coming weeks just to get a more solid picture. But for right now, um, that, that Chiefs defense is still going to be a question because if they can't stop the run, then teams are going to start chewing time off the clock, which means that Pat Mahomes has less time to actually get a rhythm going for the offense and actually be able to take advantage of that and score um, you know, multiple points. Uh, as far as another hot take, um, Bob, Bill O'Brien, man, what the hell was that? <laughs> I, Bill O'Brien has single-handedly wasted Deshaun Watson's early years. It, it's gonna it, it this season is gonna look it, it's, it looks like it's gonna be rough, um, in my opinion, for Houston. I'm, I'm sorry, but he's he's gonna have to get paid soon. Granted, I know he had a good contract right now. I, I know you know he just got paid. However, you know, once that contract's up and they have to re-sign him, obviously the market's going to be way different um, around that time. But man, it's they—they're going to have to have some good drafts next year, some you know low-priced free agents that do well because <sighs> he has no support. Like Bill O'Brien did not give support for Deshaun anywhere at all. Um, last night after the first drive, uh, like, what was that game plan? Like, did did Bill's mom say something to him 
yet Thursday morning for him to just be like, you know what? I'm just I'm not even gonna think about this game. I'm done. Like the team looked so unprepared. It, it they they didn't look like they gelled. They didn't look like there was any kind of rhythm. Pretty much after that first drive, I, I don't know what's going on with them. It, it just the Chiefs looked like they were in midseason form, and the Texans looked like. They were still, like, kind of back on that mindset of, oh, we're at the OTAs. Like, they just, it, it, it I don't know what it was. I, I honestly don't know what it was. I was shocked. Um, but there is some good things I do want to talk about uh, with the Texans. And I'm going to get some more of that later because I know I've been dogging on them a lot. But there are some good points. Um, but the good points I want to bring up real quick for Kansas City is that Clyde is going to be dangerous. After watching this game, I've realized my boy Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be dangerous this year. He is—he has high hopes for being Rookie of the Year. I guarantee you he's going to be a top three finalist for Rookie of the Year. This dude's going to pop off. He adds a new entire dimension to that offense. Like, defenses are going to have to pick their poison. Either defend against the pass with Tyree Kill, um, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, uh, McCole Hardman, and also Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's good in the passing game as well. They didn't even use him, I don't think, at much if at all, yesterday in the passing game. He, and the fact that teams don't even realize that yet, there's only so much more potential that... Uh, it's just it's just exciting to see the potential that Clyde can have with this offense and also the potential that this offense can have with Clyde. Like Clyde is going to be a nominee for rookie of the year because of this offense and Andy Reid. Um Andy Reid is going to design plays for specifically for Clyde's skill set and he's only going to thrive from there. And the potential that this offense can now have with Clyde like the Chiefs looked like a balanced team yesterday on offense and that is excuse I'm not even gonna say it that is scary okay the fact that they can now also dominate in the run game that's gonna be hard for defenses to defend you know the Chiefs can shoot time off the clock too and I guarantee you they're gonna find some way to take advantage of that you know, against stronger teams like, you know, the Ravens and the Bucks, the Saints, etc. Oh, this, this NFL season is going to be great. Can't wait to talk about the other teams too as well. Um, another takeaway I took from this game. Deshaun Watson was not the reason the Texans lost. And I think it's going to be very rare, you know, every once in a while, maybe this season, that Deshaun Watson will be the reason the Texans lose. This guy is literally trying his best with what he has, you know, and he doesn't have a lot. It, it, it honestly looks like he doesn't have a lot, you know, granted, David Johnson played great. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But the other bright spot other than David Johnson, Deshaun Watson was, I feel like, Will Fuller. Will Fuller had eight receptions for 112 yards. You know, you're probably thinking like, eh, you know, that's okay. For some people, you'd be surprised. That's like, eh, that's okay. For me, I'm just like, hey, he stepped up. He was probably the only person that tried to help Deshaun, really. Kenny Stills was nowhere to be found. And just real quick, get this. So, 
The only other person that really made a difference in the passing game was Jordan Akins at tight end. And the only reason was because one of his receptions was for a touchdown. Other than that, his stat line was two receptions for 29 or for 39 yards. Excuse me. Literally everybody else didn't really show up. Brandon Cooks, the the receiver they traded for to kind of make up for DeAndre, he only had two receptions and on five targets. He wasn't really involved in the offense at all that much last night. And I know I didn't mention Randall Cobb in the previous episode. I forgot that Houston did sign him in free agency towards the end of the um, free agency period. But you honestly wouldn't, wouldn't have even realized that Randall Cobb was on the team because the dude literally only had two receptions and on five targets also. He was a non-factor. Like, he wasn't really involved in the offense last night. And, you know, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb were kind of these two receivers that the Texans traded for to be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry that we lost this amazing talent in DeAndre, but, like, how about instead of that, we have, like, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb. Yeah, they're going to be better than DeAndre. Obviously, that is not working out for them right now. And it's not going to give them that much hope. The one thing I will say that does give them hope is David Johnson. Possibly. Yesterday, he showed up and he was good in the run game. 11 carries for 77 yards in a touchdown. The dude was averaging 7 yards per carry. He was having himself a game. And on top of that, he also had three receptions in the passing game. So, you know, he's looking like the type of running back that we're going to be seeing um, throughout this NFL season and over the next couple years uh, is this dual threat kind of running back. And for Deshaun to be able to hopefully have that consistently as long as David Johnson turns a new leaf and you know, isn't as injury prone, then hey, maybe this trade will work out. But the only, the only way this trade will be worth it is if David Johnson goes off for 1,200 yards minimum and 10 touchdowns at least. Anything less than that, then obviously this trade was a waste because this game shows us that Deshaun misses DeAndre like like I said, Hopkins was his safety net. He was his possession wide receiver. He was his go-to guy. And now that he's got to rely on Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Kiki Cutie, Jordan Akins, you know, none of those guys are ever going to replace, honestly, the, the production that DeAndre had. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins gave opposing teams something to be afraid of uh, in the passing game when it came to facing Houston and DeAndre Hopkins made you know the receivers around him better people would double team on Hopkins and then somehow Will Fuller or Kenny Stills would show up or Kiki QT but now that they don't have that true number one wide receiver you know a lot of these other receivers I feel like are going to suffer and the person that's going to deal with it the most is Deshaun Watson. Like, I, I feel I feel for this guy. You know, he deserves so much better. And, and Bill O'Brien has just not been giving him a good supporting cast. He just, ah, Bill O'Brien needs to go. I'm sorry, guys.
this Texans team has a good amount of talent and for them to just not seem to click because of Bob it's just it sucks to see still not over that trade it's ridiculous and so now we got to look at you know if the Texans continue playing like this it's going to be interesting to see how the Texans respond week two I'm curious to see what they're going to do and how they're going to play you know are they going to be coming out aggressive kind of showing the world hey that was a fluke week one like we're going to make this work because it's not going to be easy for them even in their own division you got Tennessee you know coming off an AFC championship run um, it's gonna. I'm actually really curious to see how they're gonna do. Oh, this NFL season is gonna be so exciting. Um, and also, you know, and the other team in their division that is kind of a dark horse to the for the playoffs is uh, the Colts. If Philip Rivers can actually be a good quarterback, and he does have the talent, you know, they they have Ty and they just uh, drafted Michael Pittman Jr. Um, you know, and they have uh, Jonathan Taylor and. Um, they have Mack at running back. <sighs> okay, we're not here to talk about the Colts. We're here specifically for the Chiefs and Texans. That's what y'all came for. I'm sorry. The point is, is that Texans, they're, they're going to have to respond well week two because it's going to be a tough season for them if they don't respond well in week two. Because Even in their own division, they have a tough uphill battle in, uh, as far as the playoff picture goes. Um, the Chiefs, I will say, though, they looked like they were in midseason form. Um, you know, this Chiefs team is going to be scary uh, over the over this season. And I'm excited for, you know, the big, big games, um, such as, you know, the Chiefs versus the Saints, uh, the Chiefs versus the Bucks, Chiefs versus the Ravens. You know, there's going to be a lot of good football this year. Um, I will finish off with this. I'm excited to see how the Chiefs do over this season. I'm also excited to see how the Texans do over the season. Honestly, I'm just excited in general because it is week one of the NFL season. Literally, Sundays are football days again. You know, you wake up and you eat your breakfast, fold your laundry clean, whatever whatever makes you happy. And then 12 p.m. hits, boom, football games galore. And then 320, 325 hits, boom, more football games. And then on top of that, at 7 o'clock, 720 another football game so pretty much Sundays are football days again and I couldn't be any more happy with that being said if you enjoyed this please make sure to favorite the episode and also follow the channel for more notifications and updates on when new content is released also I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode Um, I do greatly appreciate it and I will be seeing you guys on the next episode when we will be doing NFL Sunday predictions. This is your host, John Sandoval, signing off.